What are you an expert at? If you have a podcast, chances are your show features your area of expertise. But how much do you really know about podcast production? My clients often thank me for making their shows sound great. But in my opinion, the main benefit I provide for all of my production clients is time. Time to do what they are experts at. Time to grow their businesses, time to focus, and not stress out trying to do the technical production work that isn't their area of expertise. If you have a podcast or want to start one and you're ready to save three hours or more each week to focus on the stuff you're an expert at, I'd love to do all of your editing, mixing, mastering, and show distribution for you so that you can focus on growing your community and business. You can find out more at emeraldcitypro.com services. everybody and welcome. I'm your host, Danny Osmond. If you love podcasts, if you are passionate about your business, if you want to create and grow a podcast that will connect you with your ideal customers and you want access to education, to resources, and to other amazing business leaders and podcasters who can help you do it better every single day, then this is the podcast for you. Many of you may not know this about me, but I actually have a background in music. I play the drums, but also I have a significant background in singing. My uh, master's degree is in choral conducting, and I have an undergraduate degree in vocal music education. So I want to share something with you this week about a client who lost her voice recently. She's usually really good about batching and staying ahead with her content, but had gotten behind and had run out of content and then lost her voice. And on top of that, she has two podcasts that she needed to record episodes for. So what I'd like to talk about this week is vocal health. I recently saw an article in a music publication that I get, and it had some great tips. And I want to share some of the things that I know with you and some of the things that were shared in this article about what you can do when your voice is suffering or if you, God forbid, lose your voice before you need to record a podcast episode. So all of us probably at some point in our lives have lost our voice or gotten sick and noticed how it affects our voice. If you're a podcaster and you need to record an episode each week or every other week, or you just need your voice to talk, that can be a big problem. You've probably heard many miracle cures, miracle suggestions. You can Google things and there are plenty of cures, but what can you actually do to remedy this problem if it occurs to you? It's hard to know what to do because everyone's a little different. And, you know, there are no treatments for losing your voice or having a sore throat or a scratchy throat or whatever that work for everybody. It doesn't mean that nothing works. It's just everybody's a little different. So here's some things that you can try that tend to work for a lot of people. First, you've heard this one before is gargling salt water. Now, what gargling salt water does is it loosens things up and it soothes your throat. Uh, you can add honey, you can add lemon, and that will help loosen things up. There's also some anecdotal evidence in this blog post that you can actually mix in children's liquid Benadryl, and that may add some benefit. Now, the thing that has always worked for me is steam. 
inhaling steam either with a humidifier or simply boiling water. There are even individual personal humidifiers with a little mask that you can use. If you don't have any of that stuff, just getting in the shower and running a hot shower, that steam can help, again, loosen things up and clear out passages. I'm not the type of person that's going to tell you to take medicine, uh, that medicine is the only fix, but things like pain medication, anti-inflammatories, so acetaminophen, ibuprofen, which Tylenol, Advil, naproxen sodium can reduce pain, but they also can reduce inflammation and make it easier for you to do what you need to do. A sinus rinse uh, is something I've also used. If you have a neti pot at home, if you know what that is, it's basically running salt water through your nasal passages. And it sounds kind of gross and sounds kind of scary, but it actually does work because it can clear mucus, it can open nasal passages. There are also herbal remedies mentioned in this article where people report success with products like vocal ease, throat saver, entertainer's secret, or throat coat tea. Chloroseptic is also a sort of over-the-counter thing that can numb a sore throat, but it can also just sort of mask the problem. So you want to be careful when you try things that can just numb the pain or get rid of the pain because it can actually make the problem worse over time. So you've gotten through losing your voice. Now let's talk about how you can care for your voice long term. The number one way to keep your voice in great shape is to hydrate. Drink lots of water, just regular, good, clean water. The other thing that you can do to stay hydrated is keep a humidifier, especially if you live in a dry climate. Keep a humidifier in the room that you're going to record in so that it stays a little bit higher humidity than a normal house would just running your HVAC all of the time. Number two is get enough sleep. Just like the rest of your body, your vocal cords, people call them vocal cords, they're actually folds of tissue that also have muscle in them. They need rest as well. Even a nap can make a huge difference. Next, and this is again for the rest of your body, avoid carb-heavy processed foods, fast foods, junk food, late night dinners. One thing that hits a lot of people, and you may have heard this before, is GERD, gastroesophageal reflux disease. If you have reflux or heartburn, eating late at night and then laying down is the worst thing you can do for your voice. It's something that I suffer with occasionally, actually, because I tend to like to have a late night snack sometimes. That stomach acid can actually come up the esophagus and damage and injure your vocal folds. Now, I talked about medicines earlier. There are some medicines that can actually be harmful for your voice. So decongestants, antihistamines actually have a drying effect. So be very careful speaking. Make sure you hydrate a lot if you ever have to go on a medicine like that to maybe deal with allergies. Now, let me share a few more tips from this article that I found because they talk about some normal things that we all do, how we're using our voice and substances we may be using and how they affect our voice. So first of all, avoid speaking loudly or shouting, yelling. Whispering is likewise unhealthy. Be aware of this if you're in noisy vehicles, if you're at a restaurant, you're going to conferences, clubs, things like that. 
If you have to talk loudly, be careful because that can cause injury to your voice. Now, before you're going to record, you should also develop a vocal warm-up that uses good vocal technique. So me as a singer, I was used to this. You start low and warm up slow. There are things you can do to warm up the muscles in your voice. I will uh, try to link in the show notes to some resources so you can get some good warm-up techniques for your voice. Avoid clearing your throat. This is a big one, especially for me. A lot of people, they get on a mic, they get a little nervous or they start recording their podcast or they're doing an interview. The nerves create phlegm or whatever. Your mouth starts to get dry and you start to clear your throat. When you are clearing your throat or coughing, what is actually happening is that your vocal folds are slamming together like you're smacking your hands together if you were clapping. It's the same effect. And you can imagine that soft tissue can get beat up over time and can get irritated and eventually cause injury. So avoid clearing your throat. Take a sip of water instead. Or the thing that I do is just make a glottal noise like ah, 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 something like that. That moves your vocal folds around without smacking them together. Okay, and finally in this article, they list again a few substances that you should avoid if you want to have perfect vocal health. First of all, and this is the obvious one, smoking. Okay, not only is it bad for your voice, but it affects lung capacity. It would also be good to avoid secondhand smoke as well. So if you have a day job or I guess a night job as a bartender or something like that, and you're also doing a podcast, be aware that you're around secondhand smoke in some places and you want to avoid that at all costs. And here's another one, caffeine. I know you don't want to hear this, but caffeine dries you out. So if you need caffeine, use it sparingly. Drink one cup of coffee a day instead of five or six or 10, <laughs> whatever you're doing right now. And alcohol. Alcohol, besides just being a substance that can affect your body negatively, can also affect vocal control and increase the risk of vocal strain if you were to be yelling while also intoxicated or something like that. Your muscles are moving differently and you risk vocal injury if you're in that situation. So I hope this was helpful. You know, sometimes a few simple adjustments can make a huge difference. But when you're a podcaster or a professional communicator and your voice is your business, taking good care of it needs to be a high priority. So there you have it. If you're ready to make a real change in your business in 2019, start today by first of all, subscribing to this show on Apple or Stitcher or Android or Google Podcast or whatever. Number two, please leave me a review. It's really helpful in getting the word out to other people. Apple likes it when people rate and review shows and it puts it up in search results and things like that. And number three, share it with a friend, a colleague, a coworker who you think would enjoy my episodes. So that's it. I look forward to seeing you next week in the next episode.